Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. The government says it wants employees to have a legal right to sick pay by the end of next year. Currently, there's no legal obligation on an employer to pay workers sick pay. Other countries in Europe have sick pay, but the amount and the duration of paid sick leave varies. So do you agree there should be sick pay here? And what will it mean for employers and employees? Well, Eddie Keane, a lecturer from the School of Law at the University of Limerick, is on the line. And we also have, from the Irish Small and Medium Enterprises Association, is me, Neil MacDonald, who is their CEO, and you're both uh, welcome. Eddie, are we behind the curve on sick pay in Ireland? Um, Employers currently don't have to pay sick leave to employees. Uh, yes, employers don't uh, don't currently they're not legally obliged to to pay sick pay. Although many employers, particularly in the larger uh, industries, do actually pay sick pay, um, and all of the or most of the public sector would as well. Um, this isn't a particularly new idea as such. Back in 2011, um, Joan Burton of the Labour Party, who was the then Minister for Social Welfare, proposed the idea. Um, it didn't really catch on at the time. Now, what she proposed was that the, it would be the first four weeks of the that the employer would have to pay. Um, it has remained the policy of the Labour Party and it, is, and it has come up again now. But um, at the time, even in 2011, um, the, I, the IMF uh, noted, because we were in the, the height of the Troika and all that, the IMF noted that Ireland was out of kilter with, the, with a lot of its European um, partners in this, that most European countries, in fact, as we speak, there are only uh, five European countries that do not provide sick pay from employers. Um, places like Cyprus, Denmark, Greece and Portugal and Ireland, obviously. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, Labour, here's Labour Senator Marie Sherlock. She was chatting to us on the today during the summer uh, about mm. this issue. Particularly if you talk to working mothers up and down this country, they will say to you, and we know this anecdotally, that if a child becomes ill and if they cannot find somebody else to look after the child, they end up taking sick leave themselves, unpaid leave, or annual leave, right? And it's typically the mother, you know, it's the truth be told. So we, we need to have a situation now where there is greater clarity for those workers. And ideally, if somebody can work from home and look after their child, great. But that that isn't going to be the case. And we saw that in the healthcare sector um, at the height of lockdown, that there were some workers who couldn't gain access to childcare and actually had to take unpaid leave uh, and stay at home. So I think that that's the first point, that we need clarity in particular for working mothers. The second point is that, uh, yes, it, it, it should kick in from, from when the child is sent home. Like, is in, you know, you were talking there about the practicality. When a child is home, somebody needs to be with the child. And provision then, you know, an arrangement needs to be arrived at with the employer as to what the parent, the working parent, does in that situation. That's Labour Senator Marie Sherlock chatting to us on a previous Limerick today. Uh, Neil MacDonald, what impact would this have on small and medium-sized businesses that you represent? Well, uh, Joe, first of all, just to acknowledge uh, the, the, the contributions in your package that, yes, Ireland is uh, to some extent an outlier in not having a provision for statutory uh, sick pay. 
but also in as you just heard on your package there um this is more what has been sought here and what has been spoken about is more than just statutory sick pay for an ill worker it's someone who has to absent themselves from work because someone else is ill a, a child or or because a school is closed or something like that so there's actually a proposal to extend the force majeure provisions uh, in this bill as well so so what are to to your question Joe as to what are the implications well a a a small business uh, in in particular, you know, that has two or three people and take your typical small business down in Limerick, a, a, a hairdresser, a cafe, a barber shop, a, a, a convenience store. If someone goes sick there, uh, at the moment there isn't a statutory provision to pay them. Under this regime, there would be, uh, but that store not alone will have to pay the employee. They will have to pay a second person uh, to replace them. So there are significant um, costs to this which will, of course, have to be met if it's brought in. But what we would like the government to look at is to look at this in a more holistic way. They are There is a commitment by this government to set up a commission on welfare and taxation. What you do see in European countries where there is this provision is that the social system, uh, the, the, the uh, social welfare system, provides an insurance uh, policy effectively for SMEs a- against the cost of this uh, so so that the employer is able to afford to pay people who uh, who are out sick. And, and the last point I'd make on it is, in Ireland, unfortunately, our social protection system, our social insurance system, doesn't actually function as a social insurance system. In other words, workers' contributions into the fund are uncapped. They continue to go up with their income. Uh, so irrespective of how much income a, a worker makes, they pay 4% and their employer pays 11%. However, the benefits that those workers get from the social insurance system are capped. Now, that is indicative of a taxation system, not a social insurance system. If you're out sick or you lose your job, for instance, in Denmark, the social insurance system will pay you up to 80% of your wages, irrespective of how much you get paid. That's a genuine in, in social insurance model. We don't have one like right. that here yet. Okay. Uh, we're chatting to uh, the CEO of ISME, Neil McDonnell, and Eddie um, Keane, who is a from the School of Law at the University of Limerick. Eddie, can an employer who usually pays sick pay, and there are lots of employers who do, tell staff they won't be paying sick leave for concerns over COVID when somebody might even be asked by them to stay out because of the COVID threat? Um, well, I suppose there are two aspects to that. The, the first one is that uh, an employer attempting to change where the employer is uh, providing sick pay to employees. It's part of the employment contract. So an employer trying to rewrite an employment contract in the middle of a pandemic is not really going to be great industrial relations. There would be there would be an issue there, I'm sure. Um, having said that, the state, uh, the state uh, sick, sick uh, illness benefit is available for, COVID, for people who are suffering from COVID from day one that there is no wait, like normally there's a waiting period for somebody who's on illness benefit from the state um, and there are qualifying conditions and things like that. So in, in purely in a situation of COVID, the payment can come from the state from day one. So the uh, 
employee is not going to be out of pocket as such over that. And the real reason, and it's part of the reason why this has come up again now, was there was a very genuine fear, particularly, and um, Neil will will, will uh, agree with this as well, particularly for lower paid workers, that there was a fear that they couldn't afford to be out of work. And it's, it's something that um, the... Uh, Ms. Sherlock was alluding to as well that they so that if they were feeling unwell on a particular morning, they were a crisis choice. Do they go to work and risk spreading cold or flu and uh, completely aside from COVID, a cold or a flu or something like that? Or um, if they have some sort of an injury, do they go? Now, they're going to be less productive at work if they are sick. But having said that, they couldn't afford to stay at home. So when it came to the COVID and the attempts to uh, to beat this, to suppress the virus. Um, one of the issues that came up was that if it, if there's a potential COVID there, then the employee can stay at home. The state payment will kick in immediately. There is going to be no financial suffering because of, of COVID. Yes. And it was to encourage people to stay at home. Yes. But um, uh, an employer attempting to rewrite the rewrite a contract at, the, at this stage in the middle of a pandemic can only spell disaster, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, the government are talking about this coming in by the end of next year as a not uh, imminent. Um, it, Neil, you know, the small businesses that you represent uh, around the country in general, obviously, it's been an unbelievably challenging year for them. And now we're wondering are we going to get out of this level five? lockdown on the 1st of December um, and then you know the medium term future for, for your members Absolutely um, it's it's very unclear uh, where, where we're going to go from the first week of December we were disappointed to hear the Taoiseach uh, suggest that you know the, the reaction to another um, increase in cases is simply going to be another lockdown we, we wrote to the government and to ministers last week and said, you use this lockdown to put in place measures to suppress the virus. The lockdown itself is not the solution to COVID-19. It simply gives the state a breathing space in which uh, to put in place the measures to control this virus. So if something else were to happen, I think it would be very negative, um, not alone for business confidence, but for the the future um, existence of an awful lot of SMEs. So we we have a, a difficult road ahead. Um, and, you know, in, in, in that respect, all of these considerations about things that increase the cost of labour, and, and let's not forget, and I, I know we're not talking about it this morning, but there is also a commitment around auto-enrolment for for pensions. The, these are all things that uh, impact the cost uh, of employment, and if they do, they will reduce the ability of employers to, to pay and to employ people. So we, we have to look at these things in the round. Yeah, and finally, Eddie, I mean, as uh, someone steeped in the law as a lecturer yourself, it is worth reflecting on the extraordinary restrictions that have been put on the freedoms of all of us, of everyone listening this year by the state, freedoms that you would never have dreamt of being infringed upon in this way. Are you true enough, I suppose. Um, from a purely legal point of view, the idea that the rights that we would have in the Constitution, and um, I know that um, some people were uh, speaking about them during the summer, about freedom and liberty and things like that, there is actually no such thing as an absolute right in the Constitution. All rights are, um, are exercised subject to the common good. 
So the idea is that like, even from a purely legal point of view, we, are, we do have to put our shoulder to the wheel and uh, work in, in the common good here. Um, I can see and I can feel for quite a lot of people that it's extremely frustrating, particularly those who were struggling and succeeding in developing a business to be um to be uh, impacted like this is I, I can i can have quite a lot of sympathy um for, for them all we can hope is that if 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 um a vaccine comes through there has been uh, talk of two separate vaccines coming through and that we can hopefully hang on that the state can support the businesses small and small and medium enterprises in particular and um, vulnerable individuals to essentially just hang on until the vaccine comes through all right. Listen, thank you both very much for chatting to us this morning. Eddie Keane, lecturer from the School of Law at UL and the CEO of ISME, the Small and Medium Enterprises Association, Neil McDonald. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.